Chapter 10 The Death of Ahab Verse 1 And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth in Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Wilt thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. And the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides, that we might inquire of him? And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There was yet one man, Micaiah, the son of Imelah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he doth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Hasten, hither Micaiah, the son of Imola. And the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne, having put on their robes in a void place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Chen'anya made him horns of iron. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, With these thou shalt put the Syrians, until thou have consumed them. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it unto the king's hand. And the messenger was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him, saying, Behold now, the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth. Let thy word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them, and speak which is good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, what the Lord saith unto me, that I will speak. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go against Ramoth Gilad to Balad, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go, and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it unto the hand of the king. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as the sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, 
Did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the heaven of a host standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth, and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all thy prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. But Zedekiah, the son of Chenaha, went near and smote Micaiah on the cheek, and said, Which way went the Spirit of the Lord for me to speak unto thee? And Micaiah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go to the inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah, carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash the king's son, and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in the prison, feed him the bread of affliction with the water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, Hearken, O people, every one of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, they went up to Ramoth-Gilead. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and enter into battle. But put thou on thy robes, and the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. But the king of Syria commanded his thirty and two captains that had rule over his chariot, saying, Fight neither with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass that when the captains of the chariot saw Jehoshaphat, that they said, Surely it is the king of Israel, and they turned aside to fight with him, and Jehoshaphat cried out, and it came to pass, when the captains of the chariots perceived it was not the king of Israel, that they turned back from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture, and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Wherefore he said unto the driver of the chariot, Turn thine hand, and carry me out of the host, for I am wounded. And the battle increased the day. And the king stayed up in his chariot against the Syrians, and died at the even. And the blood ran out of the wound into the midst of the chariot. And there went a proclamation throughout the host about the going down of the sun, saying, Every man to his city, and every man to his own country. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And one washed a chariot in the pool of Samaria, but the dogs licked up the blood, and they washed his armor according to the word of the Lord, which he spake. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab, 
and all that he did, and the ivory house which he made, and all the cities that he built, are not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Azekiah, his son, reigned in his stead. And Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Judah in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was thirty and five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and five years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shilla. And he walked in in all the ways of Asa his father, and turned not aside from it, doing that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away, for the people offered and burnt incense yet in those high places. And Jehoshaphat made peace to the king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed and how he warred are not written in the book of Chronicles, the kings of Judah. And the remnant of the Sodomites, which remained in the days of the father Asa, he took out of the land. Then there was no king in Edom. A deputy was king. Jehoshaphat made ships of Tarshish to go to Ophor for gold. But they went not, for the ships were broken at Azan-Geber. Then said Uzziah, the son of Ahab, unto Jehoshaphat, Let thy servants go with thy servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat would not. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, his father, and Jerome, his son, reigned in his stead. Azahah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel and Samaria, the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and he reigned for two years over Israel. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in the way of his mother, and the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. For he served Baal, and worshipped him, and provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel, according to all his father had done. 1 Kings, chapter 22, verse 1 through 53. Ben-Hadid failed to live up to the treaty with Ahab, and retained Ramoth in Gilead, which he had promised to cede to Israel. Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, was in Samaria. Earlier he had made alliance with Ahab, and with his son Joram had married Ahab's daughter. Second Chronicles, chapter 21, verse 6. And on this occasion, the, f the visit was a festal one to help cement the alliance. Second Chronicles, chapter 18. Ahab used the occasion to require military aid against Syria. Jehoshaphat answered in terms of the ancient requirements of treaties. I am as thou art, my people as thy people, my horses as thy horses. Verse 4. This was, in fact, the meaning of a treaty, and still is to a degree. Treaties are comparable to marriages. They can be broken, but until then, they require and presuppose a common faith and life. Jehoshaphat, despite certain sins, was a godly man, and he insisted, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Verse 5. And as a result, Ahab went... For the court preachers, those ready to serve the crown, about 400 men. These prophets were syncretists, 
They turned their word to the spirit of the age, and the prophet Micaiah, whose name means, quote, who is like Jehovah, end quote, declared that God had sent a lying spirit unto these false prophets in order to lead Ahab to his judgment. The Lord tells us that he is the truth. John chapter 14, verse 6. Moreover, all who are regenerated by his power and made a new creation have the Holy Spirit as their indwelling power. Quote, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak, and he will show you the things to come. End quote. John, chapter 16, verse 13. When we know the Lord, we know his law word. We can predict in terms of it that God's judgments will come to pass. The wages of sin is clearly death. Romans, chapter 6, verse 23. False prophets are the sons, not the God, but of Satan and the great murderer, a man, a liar, the father of lies, according to our Lord, John chapter 8, verse 44. The ungodly, quote, delight in lies, end quote. Psalms 62 and verse 4. Isaiah 28 and verse 15 declares that the ungodly in principle have said, quote, we have made a covenant with death, and with hell we are at agreement. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, it shall not come unto us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hid ourselves. End quote. God's word is the creative word. What God declares comes to pass. Man the sinner, seeing to be his own God, believes his own word. For him, his word is the new reality, to be flung out against the alien world and to be made to stand. Lies are thus the foundation of life of all unregenerate men. Reality must meet their imagination. God's word may puncture and invade the word of lies on a regular basis, but that word is rejected in favor of their word. So it was with Ahab, he ascribed Elijah's word and now Micaiah's to enmity, to personal spite. He took precautions against the enmity of the Lord and his prophets by going into battle disguised. Ahab was not lacking in courage. When wounded, he remained in his chariot and led the nation to an apparent victory before withdrawing to die in defeat. Why? We have no word from Ahab, but we have his silence. Clearly, he knew that he was dying and that God's word is truth, and that God's judgment had come to pass. He accepted the death sentence in the battle with fortitude and continued to lead Israel, though propped up in his chariot and wheeled out of the front line while the battle continued. He showed himself to be a courageous man, but not a believer. He knew the judgment, but not the Lord of the judgment. He fought for victory on his own terms, not the Lord's. Clearly, this narrative sets forth the certainty and the inevitability of God's word and judgment. 
It is the word of God which stands, not the word of men. The essence of humanism and its insistence on man as God must make his own word to stand. The means pitting the word of man against the word of God, which is exactly what sin always does, the sinner may recognize that there is God, but he believes that God's law word and God's universe are full of loopholes. Those loopholes must be explored and enlarged by man in order to gain freedom and growth. The false prophets, like Zedekiah, son of Chenahah, find the true prophets blasphemous, irrelevant, and intolerable. Zedekiah slapped Micaiah in professed indignation at this blaspheming, even as an officer struck Jesus. John 18, verse 22 and 23. As the high priest Ananias commanded that Paul be slapped for blasphemy. Acts 23, verses 1 through 5. These men used Exodus chapter 22 and verse 28, which forbade reviling judges and cursing rulers to deny the right to testify to God's truth. In verse 38 we read, quote, They washed his armor, end quote, which Josephus and the Septuagint rendered differently. It is rendered by them that the harlots usually bathed or washed in the pool wherein Ahab's blood ran. The dogs also lapped up the blood, so died Ahab, whose word was revealed to be a lie, and over whom God's word of judgment was not only vindicated, but also most publicly set forth. The army knew now of the judgment, as they have died in the chariot, it quickly dispersed, crying out, Every man to his city, every man to his own country. Verse 36, The battle was no victory. They were also in the presence of judgment, so the men left hurriedly. Earlier, Ben-Hadad had sought to shame and break Ahab. First Kings chapter 20, verse 1-6 through six. But God had done it now, totally. Ahab's life gives us a picture of weakness. To a great degree, it is both true and undeserved. Ahab was not the pawn of Jezebel. He used her to accomplish his own purpose, while keeping his hands clean. He was astute analyst of internal affairs. He was a master planner. Israel and his palace were wealthy under Ahab. But Ahab had a great weakness. The syncretist seeks to keep foot in both camps, for he has the strength of neither. Ahab lacked the hard drive of an openly ungodly man, and he had none of the strength of a covenant man. His weakness was a religious weakness. He was a Vladiusian to the core, a man dedicated to lukewarmness. Accordingly, our Lord spewed him out. Revelation 3, verse 14 through 16. Today the church is Laodicean, as is the ministry. It is foreign to the living God. Its God is an idea, or a kindly grandfather, not the God of Elijah. But the God of Elijah is a living God, and there is 
no other.